Welcome to another episode of Humanly Plausible with your hosts, Roly and Richard from the Pink Collective. All right, so <laughs> welcome to another episode of Humanly Plausible. I'm Richard, and of course I'm here with Roly, but we have a wonderful and special guest, someone that I've been had the privilege of knowing for a very long time. Uh, she's the Lauder Hill Commissioner. Her name is Melissa Dunn, and she's also the CEO and founder of MD Marketing. So our relationship goes back in so many different ways, yeah. and we're glad to have you here with us. It's today. a pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Glad to have you. Yeah, yeah. To be in the pink room. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pink collective. We only bring the best. Listen. We only bring the best. So um, tell, tell us just a little bit about kind of how you're doing everything that you're doing. I mean, that's always what is really fascinating about you. Mm. Not only are you running a company, but you're also playing a vital role in public service for the city of Lauder Hill. So just yeah. a little bit about that. Well, I mean, I think the, the real gist is my life, even before I became an elected, has always been dedicated to transforming lives, transforming communities, impacting lives, and advancing global understanding. So everything that I do, everything that I say yes to, really aligns with that. Um, and right now, I'm committed to really four roles. My first wow. role is as a... Um, Commissioner in the city of Lauder Hill, which is a, a city of about 74,000 people in central Broward County. I'm committed to being the chief executive officer for MD Marketing Network. And we are a, um, a cause marketing agency. We specialize in healthcare and, you know, working with governments, training, consulting. And then the third thing I'm committed to is being the chief giving officer at the Uriel Wisdom Foundation, which is a foundation that I started in, in honor and in memory of my son. And then the fourth thing that I'm committed to, not necessarily in that order, is being a child of God. Come on, amen. amen. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. Well. So now I feel Thank guilty you. for complaining about anything. All right. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're busy. So my yeah. apologies. I'm not busy. No, no, absolutely. You're busy. So is there any crossover between make your sure. role in marketing and your role in public service? Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, like I said, the thing that knits all of those roles together is the mission, right? Is mm-hmm. the, the idea that each of us can live a purpose-driven life. You don't have to sacrifice the idea of doing good or making a profit or doing good or having an impact. You can have it all. Uh, maybe not necessarily at all times, but you can you can you can do it all really well. So, um, in regards to how they intersect, well, as a public official, really, I'm I'm telling the story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm right now in the city of Lauderhill, for example. I'm launching a campaign called Lauder Hill Peace 365. And so I'm using all of my marketing skills to get that campaign developed because I want to share with the community mm-hmm. that peace is all of our individual responsibilities. Mm-hmm. It's not just the folks who you hear about, you know, committing violent crimes, but it's you and me and how I show up in the room, how I interact with my neighbor, what I do the next time somebody cuts me off in traffic. And in order for me to kind of develop that message in a way that really gets to people's heart, I have to use marketing. That's great. I mean, that's and that's that really adds to the fact that, you know, our biggest initiative right now is empowering positive brands. And so it's important for us to continue to speak to people like you mm-hmm. um, that are making a difference because the whole mission behind that is that we are the difference. 
Absolutely. I and, and what that. you're saying and how, how we show up. And it's something that we practice every day because mm-hmm. Richard calls me out on it pretty much every day. Uh, and, and, and what we all do, we all do. Yeah. So it's not just one way, but it's, you know, it's something that it takes practice. But as you, you know, as we become mindful of that. That word, yes, yes. and mm-hmm. so we—that's what we want to continue to advocate with our clients, yeah. and ourselves, you know, our team. Mm-hmm. Um, so having these conversations are obviously a big part of it, and it's a, you know, I was, I was talking to you a little bit about the show and why we're doing what we're doing. That is the the biggest part of it is that there's so much that we can do individually. We just gotta really put mind and purpose to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you have like-minded people mm-hmm. in the room together. Absolutely. I really believe magic is possible. And it's happening right now? It's happening right now. Exactly. <laughs> it absolutely is. So, so with the, with, cause that we're in a little, you know, we're not in a crunch, but, uh, you know, as far as getting into the hot magic and, and what can happen out of this box, I think we got to get right box. into yeah, it. Uh, I, I want to utilize this time with her yeah. and make sure, like, we're gonna I wanna, get right I'm to curious. It. We're going to get right to it. So, as many of you know, we have the out the box segment and we're going to have Commissioner Dunn, uh, Melissa, do the honor today where we're going to go into our. Oh my gosh, Boxing I'm a little bit nervous yes. now. <laughs> so you can't look, you just gotta grab. Just gotta grab, okay. You just gotta grab, we're gonna shake it well, up. Well, you don't know what's in there, so. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's go right ahead. I know you have the magic touch. <laughs> All right, let's shake it up a little bit. All right. All right, here we go. You're gonna read it too. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. read it, okay. Yeah, unless it's absolutely uh, No glasses. Oh. Okay. Should we be time tracking stuff? Oh my gosh, how funny that we get that. <laughs> so. There are no coincidences. I'm no. telling you. This box is amazing. Wow. We were just, what was we were the just talking about what? it. How, should we be time tracking staff and team members? I was just that, asking who, them who, all who, camera. Who, 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 let me see who is this. That's you. I think that's your writing. Or Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was based on our, our, our one of our previous conversations. Wow. Isn't Look at that, that crazy? We literally had this conversation right before the... So, 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 so you yeah. guys know what we're talking about. So Melissa, right before we went on, Melissa was talking about what, you know, what project management tool are we currently using? And one of the biggest, her point was about time tracking. And so she pulls out, should we be time tracking staff and team members? And so the, this is a great. great and the point. answer to that question is absolutely. Okay. And not from a controlling space, all right, all right. but from a profitability space, 100%. right? I'm going to give you an example. When I used to work for the same agency that we were both worked yeah. for, we had an account and it was one through RFP when we put in the bid, the request for proposal. Mm-hmm. When we put in the bid, we wanted a $5,000 a month retainer. So I spoke to the CEO of the agency and got her to start using a time tracking tool. Right. We were able to get everybody on staff to track their hours, even if it's just putting in two words, but start, stop. And then we were able to show on record how much time we were really spending on the account. And when it came up for contract renewal, the retainer went from five thousand to ten thousand. Great point. Great. I, I don't. So this is this has been long conversation <laughs> yeah. with me, Richard. Yeah. Because I yeah. keep explaining the fact that that's well. I mean, first I, I was raised old school advertising. I mean, I felt like I just I was born into like advertising, but. Um, cause I've been in advertising my entire career. And so like, I was always used to, we used to track, I mean, back in the day we used to track printouts. Mm, oh, wow. So they, they're like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. lawyers, like when, so yeah. when they would do a monthly report, they would print out the monthly report and it was a breakout of everything. So they would put in all the IDs of the team members wow. and those IDs then would pull record of everything, time codes for work, work, uh, worked on 
how many printouts that job took. Um, Ooh, that's a lot. That's, so, yeah. and, and then I actually, so my first job in the industry was in, in for a print company. And so they handled the same way. So they had a thing on the wall. I had to go in there, punch my time. I'm going to start this job. I had a job ticket. And then whatever happened between that time, they wouldn't be able to track everything to print out mm. uh, things that I printed out to like film. Wow. So, yeah, to your point, you made the biggest point. Yeah. yeah because at the end of the day, like if we're going to sit, the, the, the executives are going to sit down and say, well, how profitable is an account? What are they going to look at? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's even more important depending on the type of, client that you have. Yeah, 100%. So if yes. you are like me, where you're in the government space or you're in a nonprofit space that's being funded by a government person, I mean, funded by a government uh, source, yeah. they have to be able to, to kind of show outcomes in a very clear way. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's just a part of the game if you're going to be working in the government contracting space. Yeah. And so I think another kind of um, another question Regarding that would be like now, especially in, in this, um, you know, not well, hybrid and people working out, you know, not from the office yeah. uh, remote, um, even tracking, like, doesn't that become even more important? Like, what are your thoughts yeah, there? No, not for me. I'm the type of person that I don't really care when you do the work as long as you get it done. Right. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're no, but I think, yeah. it, well, that- but, but so, so when I say track time, I'm not really. I think for some people, it's important for them to be able to manage productivity in terms of what people are doing and mm. when they're doing it and how they're doing it. That's not what I'm talking about. Right, right. That really doesn't matter to me so much as are we charging what we said we would charge? And if not, then how can we leverage this data to get more money? Correct. Um, so I assume. I guess now that people are working remotely, it kind of help you to manage teams and making sure that people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. But for me, it's not so much of a, let me check up on you as it is. Let's just manage profitability. Well, I think the, the what, what I, I guess I was referring more to like keeping people like, especially people that are remote, right. They're not, they're not used to like really be tracking themselves. I think it helps them mm. to manage their time and say, Maybe. well, you know, yeah. if, if, you know, I'm not going to just sit and work on this for five hours. Yeah. You know, cause I, cause you could, you, at the end of the day, if I didn't have a busy day, I could spend six hours on a client, mm-hmm. but now is that fair to build a client six hours? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah. so there's, there's kind of a, a medium, there's a gray line there. Yeah. yeah. I think it helps uh, the time tracking. I think one of the issues is accountability. Mm-hmm. That it gives you that opportunity. And then it also, I think, is very key, and it's kind of what you referenced with the example that you gave, is, you know, just in terms of structuring your pricing. And that's, mm-hmm. to me... The most important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because, um, yeah, you know, sometimes, especially when you're in the work, if you don't really start to quantify that time, you don't realize how much time you're actually spending. Mm-hmm. I know I've been guilty of it because I just, you know, you just put your head down and work. And uh, yeah, when you start to... <laughs> Count the hours, count mm-hmm. the hours, and then uh, quantify those hours and attach that to a rate. And then you look at what you're charging the client sometimes. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're upside down. You know, the other thing that's coming up for me, too, is I'm listening to you, is that it takes the pressure off of having that client conversation. Because now you have something yep. in black and white to reference. Great point. And, and then if you 
are feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm putting in more money than putting in more time that I'm making. And you have all this internal conversation in your head. You don't have the conversation with the client. They are going to feel it. It's going to yeah. impact your relationship, the yeah. trust. And so now when you're able to say, listen, um, I just want to review with you where we, you know what I've done? I, and, and we did it with that example that I gave you is that I would show on the invoice $10,000 worth of work and, and have you see every month we're doing $10,000 worth of work, but I'm only billing you for 5,000. So when the opportunity comes, mm. then it should be a no brainer. And if you happen to be a nonprofit, I want my, my, my letter saying that I donated $5,000 to every mm. single month That's for the, a, yeah. because then I can write yeah. that off yeah. on my taxes. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think it's a great tool. And as I'm talking to you, I'm like, okay, Melissa, you need to go back to doing that because I got away from it. I know. You know? Me too. I mean, I don't know yeah. how the pandemic impacted your business, but for me, I had to build my business back from the ground up. Well, I think the pandemic kind of just created the wild, wild west. You know, it just mm-hmm. became like this, everybody just shifting and, and, and yeah. reinventing themselves. Um, but I think uh, one of the biggest points for us, I think where Richard, I don't know if he was convincing me or I convinced myself where like, like we should just be more focused on value than we were on time. So like, okay, if this is the number that's going to cost to, to create a, B and C is the way we looked at it. Mm. So it wasn't specifically about ours. It was that what we're going to bring to the table on a monthly basis. So like, you know, we're, we're going to be your partner for the next six months to handle all these different things. And this is what, gonna, what it's going to cost. So no more. Like, so, so then I started kind of shifting the idea where like, okay, that feels good too. Mm-hmm. Because, but that could backfire on you. But I think you can have it both ways. I don't think you I, have to I sacrifice right. one without the other. So here's the thing. You set, this is maybe for non-government clients, right? right. You set your monthly retainer at X amount, knowing full well that you're going to be delivering a value that's twice twice that much. And that's okay, but it's important for the client to know it too, right? It's right. important for them to see it in black and white as well. And and I and I don't think that there's there's anything wrong with that. And in fact, I think that that's the way you should move when you're a mission-driven agency, the way that you mm. are and the way that I am. Yeah. We're not, I mean, at least for me, I don't necessarily market a product. Mm. The kind of campaigns that... Right. I do are really around shifting behaviors and using marketing and PR and events and consulting and training as a tool to create social change. That's what I do. Right. So it's not like I'm selling Coke. I mean, the drink, the drink, the drink, drink, people, Coca-Cola. It's not like I'm marketing Coca-Cola. Not that type of show. Lord, listen. Don't come we, for me, okay? That, that, that's not yeah. your fault. That We're about fault. positive. Yes. There was PR. one time when, when you heard that word, you yes. just think a beverage. So Correct. that's not your fault. But I, I'm the person that you would call right. if Coca-Cola hmm. wants to do some work around using, you know, their product or yeah. their resources to create community transformation. Right. And so there is a certain level of intangibility with working like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you end up, you know, and Part of our thing, you know, I know Roly is sometimes, you know, a client can call and, hey, you know, we have an internal graphic designer that's struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you mind talking to that person as a creative director and just giving them some guidance? That's not in our scope, but Roly will 
Mm-hmm. Spend a little time and do that because, once again, it's about the relationship. It's about the relationship. And it's yeah. really important. But you right. got to press that button so that the end of the month yeah. or the end of the year or when the time comes to renew the contract, when you're talking about the intangibles, you can just really, you know, say. All and right, I so think a lot of times clients appreciate it, I think. Yeah. And I have one client in particular whom I love. I am very committed to their mission. And and we kind of agree. Listen, if it's going to look like we're going to pass this amount, have a conversation with me about it mm. so that he can then do what he needs to do to to make the adjustments. Mm. Does it mean that I won't go over if it's required? No, that's not what it means. We'll right. figure it out, you know, but it's still a business. No, I mean, I, I agree. There has to be a, a halfway. A, there's a midway a point. there. Yeah. So I, I yeah. think there's definitely like I. I still believe about the, you know, I'm strong in the value, but there has to be still that, that reporting. Yeah. So at least as, as a business owner, you can say, mm-hmm. all right, this is, doesn't make, this account doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. And then on the other end, I don't charge, I don't upcharge printing, you know, right. like when mm-hmm. we, cause you know, a lot of times I get, I get, um, what do you call it? Broker rates. Right. And right. I pass the savings on to the client. I mm-hmm. don't charge you for emails and faxes. Well, I don't yeah. fax, but I don't charge you. <laughs> For the million and one texts and phone calls and all that, I don't bill you for that. I just bill you when we are actually sitting down to do the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think, again, like attorneys do it. They're still doing it. So right. they're billing for everything that they do. Which, when I go that, see my mechanic, he bills me for everything. Yeah. He doesn't well, have that, no sympathy. That I don't do, but if right. you're, you know. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but I think it is a, a really important part of having your client seeing you as bringing value than being a cost. Because when you can show that the work that I'm putting in is yielding this, that becomes an investment, mm-hmm. not a cost, because I'm bringing you value. And sometimes, and I guess with some clients, having that hourly um, accountability is important. But then again, we have the clients that mm-hmm. the work product is ultimately what they're looking for and how they see the value. And so, and it can be both. Yeah. It can be both. Absolutely. So great conversation. I've yeah. definitely, now I'm challenged. That's going to be yeah. now my new... Sorry, guys. It's going to happen. I'm going to have to figure out that. <laughs> we'll figure out. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, yeah. No, but I, I think, well, he's, he can't disagree. I mean, there's no way he can challenge that. Like, no, I mean, it's, 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 I, I, cause I've seen at times where it's been beneficial to really kind of dissect how much time we're putting into it. So I'm not, I'm not against it. I just know that sometimes it's not. We, I think, I think yeah. there's a, there's a, a happy medium to, to this Agreed. conversation. Agreed. I think. Agreed. So I think in conclusion for my end, I think it's a yes, you know, total yes for me. I think there's just, you know, finding the right balance between mm-hmm. value and time. And not only that, but giving these remote workers more of a kind of structure so they can also allocate and work their time. Mm-hmm. Because yes. that's another thing, too. So, you know, a lot of remote workers feel like sometimes they're just being overused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I think the other component, too, which is something that I'm currently trying to figure out, is which tool are you going to use? I know. If you have something that's super challenging to navigate, then people are not going to use it, right? 100%. So, you know. I'm trying to find an all-in-one platform that merges with QuickBooks and everything else so that it's just press a button and it's done. So if you're watching this podcast and you have a recommendation for the best project management tool that you've used, please feel free, drop them in the comments. We're looking for things, of course. Uh, Commissioner Melissa Dunn will be looking out. And uh, I know that uh, you have another engagement, but we really are happy. Yes, thank happy you for making the time for that you came through today. Where can people learn more about you, and where would you suggest that people 
look you up if they want to know about your great work? Well, I have a lot of different platforms, I but I think right. <laughs> well, we're also going to plug you here on our podcast on our podcast page. Yeah. So we'll have all the different links to your pages. Well, I, I say that if you are interested in being a source for light and good, um, one of the best ways to reach me is to follow me on Done Wisdom. Done Wisdom. Done Done Wisdom on Facebook, um, Done Wisdom Morning Show on um, YouTube. Absolutely. Nice. And if you need that inspiration, you definitely need to watch Done Wisdom and follow her. Definitely. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Now you've thank given you. me homework. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. And thank all you right. all for listening and watching. Great to see you guys on another episode of Humanly Positive. All right, guys. Take care. You all. That was fun. That was awesome. That was fun.